Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about Congress gets UFO briefing. That's correct, Congress gets UFO briefing. Now, if you've been following the story, you know this is quite a disappointment to a lot of us because some people were expecting that there was going to be this large uh, document dump of UFO uh, sightings and encounters and reports that the DOD had been hanging on to for years and years. If you uh, follow any of the stuff that goes on over at the Black Vault, you know how many times uh, when people put in FOIA requests, they end up with page after page of blacked out documents. Uh, some folks in Congress were hoping to change that. Hasn't happened yet. Now we have this article here uh, from today, actually, by Noor Al-Sabin. It's from Futurism.com. It says, Congress is getting a classified UFO briefing. What are they getting told? The House Oversight Committee is going to get a briefing on unidentified anomalous phenomena soon, though, of course, the public won't be privy to anything they learn. As Axios reports, the members-only briefing will be held by the Intelligence Community Inspector General, though that outlet did not give an exact date for the hearing. A similar notice obtained by the messenger suggested it will be held next Tuesday. This upcoming closed-door hearing seems to be a response to a bipartisan effort to get the feds to open up more about what the government knows about unidentified flying objects or UFOs, which has included both the establishment of new offices to track and report on these sightings and claims of ongoing government cover-ups. Well, clearly there's been cover-ups. I mean, when you have this many FOIA requests being sent back or with just blacked out pages or people being told basically to just go pound sand, there's some kind of cover-up. And we know we've heard Congress people talk about this power struggle between uh, our elected officials and the deep state. And the deep state, you know, in the form of different parts of the DOD, just refusing to comply with uh, orders to hand this stuff over. The article goes on, it says, Whistleblower Blues, though one could trace this entire process back to the Obama administration when a series of quiet leaks from the intelligence and military communities began confirming suspicions that the government has more information about UAPs than it lets on. This current iteration seems to have been spurred on by a more recent whistleblower. Now, maybe maybe or perhaps all the stuff with uh obama and, and even with with grush we don't know this all could be a limited hangout just a way to release some information to keep the to keep the pot from boiling too hot so to speak last summer former air force pilot and intelligence community member david grush made some incredible allegations first to journalists and later in a public hearing before the House Oversight Committee, including that the U.S. government has reverse-engineered alien craft, some per his claims, with dead, non-human pilots inside of them. Unsurprisingly, a lot of experts, as well as space doomer William Shatner, called bull on Grush's evidence for claims, but all the same, they did raise enough eyebrows for congressional truth-seekers to call on the intelligence community to provide more information about so-called UAP retrieval programs. Well, here you go again. You have people that are just uh, debunking the claims with no evidence to the contrary. Now, you know, when we have a person like Gress that comes forward and says that the government's conspiring against us to keep information from us, I don't think it's an automatic that he's lying. Uh, could he be a limited hangout that the government has used, uh, either knowingly or unknowingly, to uh, sow disinformation? I don't know. Possible, I suppose. But I can't just 
completely deny everything he says out of hand, like they're saying that William Shatner and these other people have done. The fact is, is our, our government has engaged in deep and unseemly you know, secret programs and all kinds of stuff, and some of some of it pretty nasty. I mean, uh, look at the history of some of the things that this government, all governments actually do. I mean, governments are just people. They're just people. So they're no better or no worse than the people that make them up. And so the idea that you could just dismiss out of hand that our own government could have some sort of top secret UFO information and they would be doing things that they weren't telling us about, to just, to just dismiss that out of hand, uh, that's not a logical thing to do. Now the article goes on, it says, as with everything in government, it took some time to get a response from the Office of Inspector General of the Intelligence Community, which if we're being honest here, sounds a lot like a made up King of Spies style agency. And there's little doubt that whatever the House Oversight Committee learns will remain classified. Nevertheless, it is a pretty big deal that the slow drip of government UFO intel has gone from blink and you'll miss it reporting during the tumult of the Trump years to being the subject of hearings, both private and public, before Congress. Well, they've got a point with that comment. It does seem like there were lots of other things being talked about during UFOs in the last administration. Hopefully, we'll get a little bit more uh, out of this whole situation. There's another article on this, which I thought was uh, okay. This is from Axios. It says, it says, Scoop, House members to receive classified UFO briefing written by Andrew Solander. Members of the House Oversight Committee will receive a classified briefing on an unidentified anomalous program, better known as UFOs, Axios has learned. And this is why it matters. Congressional interest in the issue has grown in recent years with a small but vocal group of lawmakers in both parties pushing for greater transparency from the government on the issue. Driving the news, the members-only briefing will be held in the Office of House Security, according to a notice obtained by Axios. The briefing is being provided by the Office of Inspector General of the Intelligence Community. The notice said, A bipartisan group of oversight committee members, led by Representative Tim Burchette, sent a letter to Intel Community Inspector General Thomas Monheim in August requesting more details about UFOs, including any programs to reverse-engineer them or retrieve crashed UFOs. The letter was in response to testimony the previous month from former intelligence official David Grush, who claimed the government was in possession of non-human biologics from a recovered UFO. The lawmakers also formed a congressional UFA caucus consisting of Burchette and Representatives Jared Moskowski, Anna Polina, Nancy Mace, Eric Burleson, and Andy Oag. Yeah, wow. Well, maybe they'll get something, but like they said, the problem with this briefing is is that it's classified. So they're telling these guys, well, you uh, you can't say anything. We're going to tell you a little bit about this, but then you're not allowed to talk about it. So you have to ask yourself, how much good could this do? What are the... Uh, what, what are the... Uh, ends to this thing? What's, what's, what is... What, what is the purpose of doing this? Are they just creating a limited hangout, so to speak, where they can say, well, we told this Congress people this, this, and this, and then they're bringing these guys in there, they're giving them a classified meeting. That means they're not gonna be able to talk about the stuff once they get out of here. All they've already done here is they've enlarged the circle of people that know something about these UFOs, 
by about a dozen. And the rest of us are still on the outside. They're still erecting this barrier between us and our elected officials. Now, this next article is from TheIndependent.com. It says GOP congressman makes wild claims about lawmakers being blackmailed by honeypots in Congress. Now, notice how they frame the title here, makes wild claims. A lot of people think these claims are probably uh, not wild at all, but actually pretty realistic. I mean, we just had a congressman uh, uh, kicked out of Congress, out out of the House of Representatives for uh, lying about... um, you know some of his some of some of his uh, information bef- before uh, he was elected said so it disqualified him now we have another uh, congressman or senator rather i believe on the other side of the aisle who's currently uh, going on trial for bribery so it's not the first time one of these guys has done something that they could have been blackmailed for these are just the ones that we know about who knows what else is going on i mean the th- the thing is people are people people in congress are people people in the senate are people in life, there are people that act good. There are people that act badly. Uh, we have you, we have the range of people. That's why we have prisons. So you have people on, on one end of the spectrum that are very bad, and you have people on the other end of the spectrum that are very altruistic. So we can't assume that all of these folks in Congress are just uh, good, salted earth people. Chances are you're going to get some bad apples in there. And that's what Tim Burchett's saying. He says Republican Congressman Tim Burchett theorized that some of his GOP colleagues, now he's not hes not talking about the other guys because they're talking about, you know, hey, why hasn't this UFO stuff been released? Timber theorized that some of his GOP colleagues were the victims of honeypot operations and that nefarious entities had recorded their indiscretions to use as blackmail leverage. Well, what are they going to blackmail people with? You know, it's, it's the same old thing, man. Sex, money, power. Things related to that that people do that are illegal. They get them on video. They get proof of it, and then they control them. And if a certain if a certain company is in the process of reverse engineering a, some UFO tech, maybe maybe even it's just a piece of metal that was found out of the sky, and they're making some kind of a, a great discovery on this that they they want to privatize the profits derived from this UFO material or or, or ship or whatever they want to privatize that they don't want it public so it would be in their interest to blackmail these elected officials okay to shut them up so they can continue doing what they're doing if some of this stuff came out on this ufo stuff this metamaterial these non-biologics that scrush is talking about perhaps that would take the technology and the profits that go along with that technology all that wealth that's currently being privatized, perhaps if people knew what was going on, they would demand accountability. They would make all that uh, tech uh, public property, and then we could use the profits off that to pay off the national debt. Do you see, do you see what's going on here? Do you see, do you see the conflict? Are we uh, constantly talk you know, about uh, the revolving door in the Pentagon and how people are leaving the military, get the jobs at these big, you know, arms manufacturers, making everything from missiles to airplanes. So you have it's privatized. There, the cost of the war is on the public. We pay for it. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. One of those missiles, say five hundred thousand million dollars. That's public. But the profits, all the all the uh, money that's being made is all 
privatized. That's going into these private hands. Same thing with this UFO stuff. If a UFO ship had been recovered by the CIA or whoever, and that thing's locked away somewhere, and the government is uh, in cahoots, we know we already know, but we have all these private contractors, and that we're not allowed to FOIA them. So if they got one of these ships somewhere, and they are slowly taking apart and reverse engineering it, don't you think that these private companies that are working with the government, who are oftentimes the future employees of the very people that they're working with, don't you think those guys would try to privatize that technology and profit off it? I mean, think about if they found the secret to quantum computing or you know a cheaper cell phone or whatever. So there's a big motive there for these guys to keep that knowledge secret. Money. Money, the love of money is the root of all evil, as the good book says. So they want to keep control of the data surrounding this stuff because that allows them to reverse engineer it and to keep all the money for themselves. If people like uh, Representative Tim Burchette were allowed to have access to this stuff and share it with the public, what if he walks out of that meeting tomorrow or next week or whatever and says, hey, by the way, they do have a ship or they do have a probe and they've been reverse engineering it for 15 years. And they think that they have figured out a way to make uh, computers five times uh, more efficient. Or they figured out a way to uh, cut the cost of energy by 90%. Don't you think that the public would demand to benefit from that? And don't you think that the public would say, hey, it was our army or our CIA agents or whoever who recovered this craft and used their facilities and did all this and did all that. Why are you guys taking the money? The money should go back to the taxpayers. So it's not just a fight about uh, who knows what or disclosure. This is a fight about resources and unimaginable wealth. It's a system where you privatize all the profits while you dump all the cost off on the public. And if you look at the model of our government in the last 25, 30 years, or maybe even since before the Civil War. This has been going on for a long time. You can look at the drug companies. The government finances all sorts of research at these colleges and labs. And then what happens? The drug companies come along and they get the all the data, all the information for free or next to free. And so you have, you have socialized all your cost, but you've privatized all your profits. So it's like the public has become nothing more than worker bees, little ants at the bottom of the nest, while these guys on top just reap the benefits from everything. So now do you see the now do you see the motive for this stuff? Now can you understand why certain people would want to be in a position where they maybe could blackmail our elected officials, the people that could take away their little scan they've got going on, the people that could shake things up, okay? Anyway, it goes on here, it says, the topic of conversation turned into a turned to convicted child abuser and sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein and the recent ruling by a conservative judge to unseal the names of individuals mentioned in court records related to his trial. Now, look right there at the language they've used. A conservative judge doesn't matter, man. I remember a time when it didn't matter if the judge was liberal or conservative. 
You cared about kids, okay? It, it was a law that had to be pushed. So what, what are they doing to our vocabulary? How, look how they're dividing us. The redacted names will include sex abuse victims, Epstein's former employees, and witnesses who helped to build the case against the now dead financier. There's lots of questions about how that guy actually made his money. Many of the names and Epstein's flight log were already public. Johnson noted that Burchette had called for the names to be revealed in the House and intimated that lawmakers were trying to hide their complicity by opposing the release of information. It seems like now you are fighting with her in the House. Why the protection mechanism? And more importantly, you mentioned recently in an interview that there may be some members of Congress who are personally compromised by this and they don't want the truth to get out. Can you expand on that? Johnson asked Mr. Burchette. Mr. Burchette then proceeded to weave a tale of enticement, deceit, and blackmail that he believes secretly controls the votes of lawmakers. He didn't weave a tale, okay? He simply stated a, a likely scenario, a possible scenario, that makes sense to a lot of people, that these guys are being blackmailed. He claimed that elite power brokers in Washington, D.C., use the old honeypot to gain leverage over lawmakers and force them to vote for a and force them to vote for crazy stuff. Why in the world would good conservatives vote for crazy stuff like what we've been seeing out of Congress, he asked. He then attributed the honeypot to the Russians and explained how to and how it worked in his estimation. Here's how it works. You're visiting, you're out of the country or out of town, or you're in a motel or at a bar in DC, and whatever you're into women, men, whatever, comes up and they're very attractive and they're laughing at your jokes and you're buying them a drink, he said. Next thing you know, you're in the motel room with them, naked. And next thing you know, you're about to make a key vote. And what happens? Some well-dressed person comes out and whispers in your ear, hey man, there's tapes out on you. Or were you in a motel room? Or whatever, with whoever. And then you're like, oh, and they said, you really ought not to be voting for this thing. You know, what do you think? It's human nature. And you know, you know, man or no woman actually is an island. And they know what to get at. You know, if it's a woman, drugs, booze, it'll find you. And they say in a most in most elected offices, and that's what people of power and influence do. And it's just, you know, I've been in this game my whole life. I spent 16 years in the state legislature in Tennessee and eight years as county mayor. And now I'm in my fifth year of Congress. But it's just the stakes are higher but the game is still the same. The game's been that way all, all along throughout history, man. It's a, it's a matter of getting control over a people in power to have them do what you want to do. And what is the motive for this? Well, the motive is money because money's power. Money's a lot of stuff. And so as long as we have these private corporations being given access to UFOs and UFO metamaterial and we We've been told that they are. I mean, look at Tom DeLong. He came out a few years ago and said that they had this stuff that they were sharing with the Army to try to create this camouflage uh, material to put on tanks. Lots of, you know, lots of, there's multiple multiple cases of this metamaterial that's been found, recovered, lost, you know, where there have been uh, UFO sightings and encounters where molten metals has been left. We don't need a whole craft. If we could just find... Uh, a metallurgist look at some of this stuff and show us how to recreate it who knows what we could come up with 
but it's, it's technology, and it's technology that can be exploited to create a lot of money. Now, the question becomes, who does this, who does this product belong to? If, if the U.S. government's doing all the work on it, then why aren't the profits socialized, made available to the public? Why are these big companies being allowed to keep all this stuff for themselves? That's what it really comes down to. It's just, it's just a chase after the money. We'll finish up with one little uh, article here. This is from it, the website's Press Reader, but it says uh, the Inquirer. Now, people might say, oh, the Inquirer. But you know what? They get some big stories. It says a powerful deep state cabal covering up secret government programs that track and retrieve alien spacecraft informed sources tell the National Enquirer a brand of congressmen is conspiring with bureaucrats to block new legislation that would finally force the Pentagon to come clean about its long-held knowledge of UFO's insider dish. The firewall erected by Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson, and other Republicans quashed a proposed bill that orders all U.S. government agencies to declassify government to declassify documents pertaining to UFOs within the next 25 years. You know, these guys must just think they're going to live forever. You got somebody like Mitch McConnell wanting to keep this stuff locked up for 25 years. What is Mitch? In his 80s? Wow. Known as the Unidentified Anomalous Phenomena Disclosure Act of 2023, the bill was modeled after a similar piece of legislation in 1992. That resulted in Uncle Sam concerning the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. Yeah, I remember that. There were a lot of us that were really hopeful that Clinton would release some of that stuff. Sad that he did not. I mean, I think he did some, but not anywhere near what we needed. Due to GOP roadblocks, Congress could only pass a watered-down version of the UFO measure, allowing federal agencies to decide whether or not to disclose their X-Files. So here you have this deep state mechanism uh, getting Congress to go along with giving up power. You, you you have to wonder why. What would be the motivation? As Burchette says, some crazy stuff. If that's not letting the foxes guard the hen house, I don't know what is, Grouse's one veteran UFO investigator. Democrat Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer also blasted their Republican opposition, calling it an outrage. The American public has a right to learn about technologies of unknown origin non-human intelligence and unexplainable phenomena, Schumer rages. It's long past the time we get some answers. Sources charge these stonewalling politicians are in bed with defense contractors who have long profited from technology harvested from downed alien craft, noting that the GOP has raked in untold millions from the military-industrial complex. Well, there you go. Like Burchette said, they don't just have to blackmail them. They can't just donate millions of dollars to their campaign funds. They can do that too. These companies probably make billions selling state-of-the-art equipment, reverse-engineered from recovered UFOs, back to the Pentagon, explains the investigator. They don't want people to know what they're really doing. Momentum for the bill had been building over recent months as the federal government adopted a new focus on UFOs. In 2022, Congress heard its first public testimony in 50 years on the topic and the Pentagon created the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office to investigate sightings by military aviators. What's more, whistleblowers continued to reveal damning details of conspiracies they witnessed while working at government agencies. We're definitely not alone, declares David Grush, a former intelligence officer who testified before Congress about the government's UFO cover-ups. And yet, 
insider's charge, the obstruction continues. What are they hiding, says the UFO investigator. If there's nothing to hide, then why oppose the bill? Well, they're hiding plenty, and they're hiding plenty because they know that what they have is the goose that laid the golden egg. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.